The Daily Rios for January 2nd, 2013. It is New Comics Wednesday, the first Wednesday of the new year. And there are some great books coming out today that I want to cover real quick before I have to run out for a rehearsal uh, later tonight. Um, let me just start off with just a few things that don't need a lot of attention, but it's always a good Wednesday when you get books like A New Issue of Glory, A New Issue of Profit, Issue 32. We get the final issue of Punk Rock Jesus, Issue 6 of 6, from Sean Gordon Murphy. Really been enjoying that series. Um, Black and White Vertigo series, if uh, that appeals to anybody. Uh, Manhattan Projects, number 8. Ten weeks late, but it's finally out. Another Jonathan Hickman book. Uh, We have a new issue of Batman, Inc., and we have the third issue of Joe Kubert Presents which, unfortunately, since his passing, has now become more of a tribute book more than anything else, but also a celebration of his work and of his craft. Um, he still has it. He still has it. Um, even even this later work is still uh, phenomenal. Uh, so that's uh, what's coming out uh, for just some miscellaneous titles. We also have some Marvel Now books coming out that I'll do a review, a review of later. We have, uh, let's see, all-new X-Men number 5 is out, Red She-Hulk 61, Iron Man number 5, I doubt I'll read that, Uncanny X-Force number 1 was supposed to come out this week, but that is, I guess, coming out maybe next week, so that's delayed. And the two number 1s that are out today from Marvel now, we have Morbius the Living Vampire, and this is a new issue... Uh, featuring the Spider-Man uh, villain, all, hero, anti-hero, whatever you want to call it, um, with writer Joseph Keating, and art by uh, Richard Elson, who I'm not familiar with. Uh, boy, Marvel's website really sucks. They list the artist as the cover artist of uh, Gabriel Del Otto, but they don't actually list the artist, so that kind of sucks. Um, and then we also have uh, New Avengers number 1, which I'm really looking forward to, It is Jonathan Hickman taking the Illuminati concept and this time uh, putting Black Panther as the lead. And apparently there's something going on and whatever Jonathan Hickman is doing with this book, uh, I I am there because I think it's going to be amazing and probably a book that'll uh, be a nice counterpoint to his Avengers book that he's doing with Jerome Pena. This title, New Avengers, is... Uh, has Steve Epting on the art, so that should be cool. Um, again, Marvel's website, I had to really look for that information. That's dumb. Uh, let's see, this uh, New Avengers features Black Panther, Iron Man, Doctor Strange, Black Bolt, Mr. Fantastic, Namor the Submariner, and The Beast. going to be interesting to see how Mr. Fantastic and The Beast sort of fit in there, uh, especially considering what's going on in their respective titles. Um, and this is going to deal with alternate realities, parallel realities. I'm I'm there. I, lo- I really enjoy the Illuminati concept. I think it's one of the best things to happen out of Marvel during Civil War. And it really helps to shape some of those early titles. Like when you read Contest of Champions and you read Secret Wars. And if you kind of put in your brain who was part of the um, Illuminati at that time. And then you suddenly see scenes of them together. It makes sense. It, it adds this really interesting layer to the Marvel Universe, so I really appreciate that. Uh, We have from Oni Publishing, Glitter Kiss by Adrian Ambrose and Monica Gallagher. Talked about this in a previews episode a while back. 
One kiss from Tinka's sparkling lips leads to some une- unexpected consequences for the callous boys of Portage High School. After a secret romance goes up in flames, she looks to a fortune teller for answers on finding true love, which leads to the summoning of some accidental but hilarious magic. It is a 6 by 9 graphic novel, and it is all ages, $15.99. I really enjoy Monica Gallagher's artwork and her gods and undergrads, so um, check this out from Oni. We have from IDW, Woodwork. The Life and Work of Wallace Wood from 1927 to 1981. It's a hardcover. It is a little expensive. It's about um, somewhere around like 40 or $50. And this is just a celebration of his legendary career from the EC Comics days uh, all the way through um, Mad Comics, uh, Thunder Agents, Marvel Comics. And this is the American edition of a museum catalog that accompanied a gigantic career retrospective of Wally Wood on display in Spain in 2010. So this is uh, featuring all of that artwork. It's hardcover, 9 by 12 inches, 352 pages, uh, cover price $59.99. So you might want to look for a discount on that one. And then we have from Cinebook, we have Orbital Volume 1 and 2, Volume 1 Scars and Volume 2 Ruptures. This takes place in the future in the 23rd century between humans and aliens and in uh, an intergalactic civilization. Uh, It looks really cool, just exactly what I like about sci-fi and science fiction. Um, It has a little bit of a flavor of the old Dalgoda series to it, just in the artwork, just a little bit. Uh, You know, I I just have a soft spot for that. So when I saw this, I'm like, oh, I I gotta try to find this and read it. So two of those volumes are out in stores today, according to Diamond's Lists. Uh, we also have Youngblood 75. This is a bunch of weeks late. I think this is like, uh, what is it here? Oh, 14 weeks late. I guess that's kind of apropos. Uh, celebrating, well, not only Youngblood, but it's, uh, what, 20 years now, right? 20-year anniversary of the characters, 20-year anniversary of Image. And uh, here it is in a special oversized uh, book. Uh, story by John McLaughlin, art by John Mallon and Rob Liefeld, and a whole bunch of Rob Liefeld stuff all over the place, and a whole bunch of variant covers as well. Sucker for anniversary issues, and I was there for Youngblood 1, so I'm pretty sure I'm going to be getting Youngblood 75. And last uh, but not least, we have the complete Flash Gordon Library, The Tyrant of Mongo, Volume 2. talked about this in yesterday's episode when I mentioned that this was one of three titles that I put down as... Best of new to me titles that I have yet to read in 2012. Um, this continues from Volume One, collecting the comic strips by Alex Raymond and Don Moore. Um, over 208 pages, uh, over 200 pages, I should say, hardback. And I'm I'm so can't wait to get my hands on this because I really want to read all that original Flash Gordon stuff that has inspired people along the way in comics and elsewhere. So that's your new Comics Wednesday for today. As promised, I'll continue the best of 2012 list uh, for this month of January. And in this episode, because I, I, I've gotten this uh, category request a number of times, and it's the best creator meltdown of the year. I've also seen it listed as best Twitter feud or best Twitter meltdown. Uh, a number of people sent me to this category. Apparently they want me to, uh, you know, chime in here. And I think 
there's really only one thing it can go to, and that's when Rob Liefeld went on his amazing meltdown uh, back in August, I guess it was. And, I mean, was there anything more public? Was there anything just... You know that old saying about watching a train wreck? Uh, This was watching a train wreck, and you just could not pull away. So, where it all started, of course, it probably started uh, where all things started on Bleeding Cool, where he sort of was making the suggestion that um, Rob Liefeld was going to be booted off a whole bunch of books, or or leaving a whole bunch of books, Deathstroke, Grifter, Savage, Hawkman. And sure enough, that is exactly what Rob Liefeld did, and he put out a tweet and says, look, you know, I lasted a few months longer than I thought possible, but massive indecision, last minute, and I mean last minute changes that alter everything are the reasons that I'm leaving editor pissing contests. And he went out to name names and um, talk about all the, uh, pulling the curtain behind what's going on uh, with his corner of books over at DC. And it was all on Twitter. And, and then all of a sudden, he puts out this tweet that says, it's not you, it never has been, it's Batman. And Scott Snyder chimed in and said, whoa, you know, are you talking about me? Well, what, was, what actually happened is, I think he mentioned something maybe about Scott Snyder, the writer of Batman. And Scott Snyder put out a direct message to Rob Liefeld and said, look, you know, hey, you know, I'm on your side. Don't, don't get me included in this. I, I want to be on your side, blah, blah, blah. And they went through a whole direct message conversation that Rob Liefeld then posted. And, it, and he posted it because he said, well, Scott Snyder's also being a dick and calling me out, blah, blah, blah. And when you read it, you're like, no, Scott Snyder actually was trying to be on your side, and you kind of didn't know how to handle it. Um, then it got into this whole pissing match that Rob Liefeld said, look, you know, get over yourself. It's not you that's making Batman popular. Batman will always be popular, etc., etc." And, of course, Greg Capullo, the artist of Batman, joined in. And, you know, whether you agree with him or not, and whether there's some truth in what he says or not, the whole meltdown itself was amazing. Here it is, Scott Snyder, he private messaged him and said, dude, why are you mad at me? I'm genuinely confused, genuinely confused. And, uh, um, he, you know, he says, I've always been in your corner at DC. And he writes back, we aren't doing this in private anymore. Rob Liefeld says, you're fucking crazy. Uh, Scott Snyder says, look, anyone on Batman is called the head Batman writer. It's called the lead book by editorial. And then Rob Liefeld said, wasn't aware you were head Batman writer. Ooh, nice title if you're into that. And all this time, Scott Snyder's just like, look, this is just, um, it's whatever. And Rob Liefeld just went crazy and then talked about all kinds of stuff. Um, And even even said early on, you know, saying that it was a great roller coaster ride experience, but that he had to get out. And it was an amazing journey. You can look it up. Just look up Rob Liefeld. Twitter meltdown, and you'll see it. And I think it was one. I think the reason why I have to give it its uh, give it the best of is because it was real. It was real, and it was honest, and it was on the fly. It wasn't a fabricated controversy like so many of them are. It was just Rob saying, "Look, this is what it is," and then all of a sudden, just he just started piling on people, and people started piling on him, and he was not going down without a fight. Uh, and it was like. Like that one wedding guest that is really drunk, and you want to try to get out, get him out of the, <laughs> out of the reception. Say, look, before he starts a fight, right? And it was, it was kind of like that. You were like, Rob, come on, get away from Twitter, stop it. But yet he kept going and kept going. 
I so wanted to podcast during it all because I was home at the time, and I wanted to read these tweets as they were coming in, and people were were making jokes, and and they were really funny, and um, just things that he said. People were were turning or turning it around on Rob, and it just was an amazing meltdown, and I loved it. I loved him for it. I loved it itself. I didn't. I wasn't in anybody's corner. I just thought the whole thing was fascinating. And the reason why I think it, it, it was really real is because, you know, like, let's let's talk about the uh, Gail Simone being fired from Batgirl, that thing. Right away, everybody was like, oh, DC, you know, how could you do that, especially by email, blah, 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 blah. Gail Simone, one of your best writers. First Karen Berger, now Gail Simone, it must be, DC must be, you know, against women, right? They, they People jump to these amazing leaps of logic. And I think people fail to realize that, on Bleeding Cool, again, a site that I don't necessarily always think is bad, but in this situation it was kind of interesting that he was, Rich Johnson was pushing this thing about, hey, there's going to be some changes to Batgirl, is Gail Simone going to be removed from the title, and he's putting it out there, nothing was really going on at the time, there were no announcements, no press releases, even Gail Simone said, no, 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 this, none of this is true, and then all of a sudden he again put out another thing and said, you know, yeah, she's going to be fired, and sure enough, Gail Simone then said, yeah, I was fired. So, you know, you sort of have to wonder if DC kind of saw all this and said, look, we got to do something. I mean, this is not the way we don't want them. We don't want Gail Simone to learn it from a website, but, you know, obviously emailing it wasn't the best way either, but who knows? Who knows what happened? And there are a lot of instances where things like that happen, where it comes from some other place and then the controversy blows up and um, it never gets trickled back to the to where it originated from. And in, in the case with Gail Simone, it, it really did go back to Bleeding Cool. And, you know, what, what are you supposed to do as a company? You're supposed to say, hey, you know, we got to pay attention to this. We have to put the fire out before it, before it, uh, it engulfs the Internet. And then it just winds up doing that anyway. In this case, with the Rob Liefeld thing, it, it really just came out of one person and one person alone. It came out from Rob, Rob Liefeld. And it was amazing. It was the best day of August on Twitter. I mean, it was huge. I mean, it was trending. It was all over. No, everybody was chiming in, creators, readers, people saying, people on his side, people not on his side, people just sitting back and eating popcorn and watching the mayhem. Great, great Twitter meltdown. I doubt it'll ever be copied. That's how great it was. All right, there you go. That's your best of today. That's your New Comics Wednesday for today. Uh, if you want to give me a suggestion for another kind of best of, please send it at peter at Go leave a comment on the website. Go leave an iTunes review, and I will talk to you tomorrow.